Pratik, how are you? This is a trial version of a spot pass by... Hello Pratik, welcome to my podcast. I will be reading out from Heartfulness magazine. Einstein framed it with his characteristic elegant logic. There are only two ways to live your life. As though nothing is a miracle, or as though everything is a miracle. If indeed Einstein actually said this, his use of as though was a careful hedge for a scientist. He didn't come across as being too far out. To flesh out the two points, 1. The universe is unfolding dram- deterministically and mechanically, highly limited in its possibilities and meanings. What we see is pretty much what there is everywhere. We have discovered nearly all there is to discover. There is no divinity. This is the official belief system of institutional science and business. And 2. Despite mechanistic appearances, the fabric of reality is organic, inexplicably saturated with love and many other multidimensional qualities, unlimited in possibility and meaning. There is serendipity and synchronicity. Things are mysteriously interconnected and there is a sweet divine presence at the heart of it all, something we often detect in our own hearts. The everything option is exciting because it means the miracle-ness is constant, ubiquitous, always at hand. It's not about believing that a miracle might happen once in a while. It's the whole shooting match. A miraculous aspect to all things sits in plain sight, and yet it's strangely overlooked as a matter of faulty perception or a sort of fatigue or a lack of hope. Integral in Einstein's thought is the idea of living your life as if the wonder and amazement need to be honored, followed through. Either you see that all things are actually miraculous, it affects you deeply and you change or you don't we should be floored and flabbergasted at amazing things like our eyes jupiter the beauty of a piece of music yes but then we should also be agitated moved inspired to act or change what are we supposed to do with this endless role of miracles we like to believe big but we don't want to worry our family with constant exuberance and cosmic theories then we tend to lose the feeling that we're wrestling, resting food out of the garbage disposal or doing taxes. Besides, many educated people, including many prominent scientists, seem to agree with option 1. Can they really be all wrong? Perhaps the reason we don't feel it is because we don't feel we can live it. The, religious, the religions have their fingerprints all over this mix-up. Christianity, Buddhism... Hinduism, Judaism, and Islam all have presented miracles as special rare moments. Supernatural power involving human will is supposed to be accessible only to the anointed and enlightened. From Krishna lifting mountains, to Jesus raising the dead, to the Prophet Muhammad quenching the thirst of armies, tales of healing and death defying told over and over seem almost like advertising. Set into the concrete of scripture, they seem like photographs from which a very important context has been copped out. Religions often present themselves as exclusive gateways to divine power. But then we are all bereft of God until maybe a miracle comes. It's worth noting too that teachers like Jesus and Gautam were incredibly powerful and extraordinarily gifted, but the vibrational character of these teachers could not be written down. In the religion of modern secularism, the Big Bang, 
in the first cellular life shine as great moments of awesome origin and wonder but most people today believe that after some possible divine huffing and puffing matter and life have merely played out in fascinating but nevertheless mechanical and predictable ways ways according to evolution just as in the other religions something profoundly sacred and awe-inspiring became flattened as it was institutionalized as theories and equations were put in textbooks this new even more inscrutable scripture we've been led to believe that things like the gorgeous cycle of romantic love and sex and reproduction and birth clearly miraculous and inherently sacred are either sinful or trite or just mechanisms owing themselves to evolutionary processes there is a potential for a consciousness of the sacred of the precious beauty of each moment for most people it is drained or discharged just keep slogging all along through this vast desert some miracles will come pray but look at your hands praying miracles your lips and your tongue can as you speak your ears miracles devote your attention to any 3 year old for a few minutes the universe is banging away as big as ever pumping out endless gigantons of babies birds butterflies flowers and sweet nectar but we blithely opine that the moment is outside of creation just being played like a recording if there's a height from which to experience the unity of things a place where the self coincidentally dissolves where the light of love enters us most of our tools and partners and methods ayahuasca holotropic breathing heart attacks etc act like helicopters taking us part way up or even very close to the top but even as we may be elevated without an intelligible perception of the why of this fantastic unity without a way to become anchored there based in reason we will tend to gravity slide roll crash and stumble back down back to the humdrum ground state of the classic self the crazy thing about the miracle nature of all things is how tragically obvious it is but we are incredulous to the obviousness it can't be we say that would be too easy we should have to pay for it or read many books it should be exclusive 